No, so you know how the Choco Tacos have gone? You know, they, they've taken them out of the ice cream trucks or whatever. And you laughed at me when I said I was amongst them. I don't think I've had one either, but I've seen, I've been amongst them. But like when something is like, you know, rare or extinct, like, and you were once amongst them, like, it's like, uh, I, I was among them. <laughs> I understand. Like, not everybody was around them, you know? No, I get it. It's something you'll be able to tell your kids about. <laughs> you know? Like, hey, I was alive when Choco Tacos were. <laughs> Just because they're not making any more doesn't mean all not of them are out of circulation. You know what you should do at one of these ice cream trucks? You should buy one and then and keep it forever. Yeah, it or at least for a long time. Probably be worth a lot of money in about. five, ten years. Mm -hmm. Anything, everything's worth what a person's willing to pay for. More. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I think we might need to start developing another segment, maybe a monthly segment, like deep wisdom from Demonze. <laughs> And it can it can just be like some of the oldest cliches in the world that Demonze has stumbled upon or thinks he invented. Like, hey, did you know everything's worth whatever someone's willing to pay for it? It's like no sh buddy. It's like if you see that on a quote of the day, no. you would have really enjoyed economics classes. No, I'm serious. Like you you would have enjoyed it. You are just like discovering in real time through experience, the laws of supply and demand. Another possible segment. College classes Demonze didn't take, but would have excelled in. This is one of them. This is what you'd have been great. Your professor would have been like, Demonze, that's a great point. <laughs> Glad you showed up today. Welcome in. What's right, Nick Wright? I think this is episode 40, possibly, of the regular show. We've done like 15 of the top 50 players last 50 years countdown shows. By the way, player number two on that list coming out on Sunday. We have a ton to do today. However, I was going to, you know what? Let me tell you what's not on today's show and then talk about something that happened last night and see if Demonte can relate before we get into the actual show. Here is what is not on today's show. McGregor Mayweather 2, I am not interested in that, but I am certain your mother, the moment she hears about it, is going to say, we need to go to Vegas for this fight. 100%. There is no question that even though I, and I love boxing, I have no interest in that fight, and I'm going to end up spending upwards of $8,000 yeah, to no, go to this fight. Horford's brother says Katie Jalen Brown rumor is BS, and the Chaco Taco has been discontinued. Saw that. I don't want to sound like a hipster here. Demonze, I've never had a Choco Taco. Oh, okay. I know what they are, obviously. I don't think I've had one either. I but didn't I've know. Seen, I've been amongst them. Yeah, you've Plenty been of... amongst them? Yeah. You've been amongst <laughs> them. Okay, that's one way to put it. Yes, I've also been in the wild amongst Choco Tacos. <laughs> I've never had them. I didn't know they were such a hot commodity. I guess they're not because they're being discontinued. Okay. So I was going to start today's show off differently than usual. However, now we're just going to do the show normally, but I want to explain what happened. So you know how some people get high and think they have these brilliant ideas, and then when the light of day comes, they're like, that was stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, they think they've solved. I think that happens to me with drinking. And I, because last, you're agreeing, you're agreeing about me, or it also happens to you. It ha I know exactly what you mean so, about the drinking. So I maybe had a number of cocktails last night, which is odd for me on a random Tuesday, yeah, right. but I did. And about mid, you know, glass four, 
of Lobos Tequila, Build a Bigger Table. This show's not sponsored by Lobos Tequila yet, but I imagine <laughs> it will be at some point. Uh, I thought I had this great idea of like starting the show, reading Twitter responses to the plane commentary yesterday. I found them. I even opened up the doc. The plane commentary. The commentary about deboarding airplanes. Oh, yeah. And I, I opened up the doc and I, I typed a note to everyone. And then this morning I looked at it and I was like, that's such a terrible idea. Like, why did I think this was going to work? And why? I mean, maybe it would have, but I just, there are, I, I'm going to start jotting down drunken ideas that I think in real time are brilliant and then seeing if any of them actually will play. I think every time anybody gets drunk, they think they're like four times the star than they actually are. Four to, Oh, well, that's an, see, I don't think it's a, See, I don't think I'm a big. I I think I'm a pretty big star, sober or not. The, no, that's the, but well, four times it would okay, be a massive so. star. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just think I have these ideas that aren't great ideas. Maybe it wasn't a great idea to start the show talking about getting drunk on a Tuesday night. Okay, let's go, Demonte. What are we actually starting with today? Let's do it. Forty Nineers coach Kyle Shanahan announced Trey Lance is the new starting quarterback. Yep. Forty Nineers nearly made the Super Bowl last year, mm -hmm. and now they're making a huge change and taking a big risk by doing this. Yeah. Is this the right call? It's unquestionably the right call. I like, listen, it, it is shocking to me that there are still some people out there that want to be Jimmy Garoppolo defenders. They should not exist. It, the, the people that have the most information on Jimmy Garoppolo keep telling you they know he is a hindrance, not a help in the Niners' quest to winning a Super Bowl. They made a Super Bowl Jimmy Garoppolo, and within nine months of that, traded three first-round picks for his replacement. They then made the conference championship game with Jimmy Garoppolo last year, and since then, they won't let him in the building except for to take a physical so they can cut him and not owe him any money. He, Shanahan said he hadn't talked to him prior to this week all offseason, and I know everyone loves to throw the winner, winner, you know, here's his career record. He wins 70% of his starts. They win despite him. He has four career playoff wins. In those four career playoff wins, he has one total touchdown pass. One total touchdown pass in four career playoff wins. In his four career playoff wins, he averages 127 yards passing and a 70 passer rating. And in his, in his two career playoff losses, he's not much better. He has three touchdown passes, a 78 rating, and like 220 yards passing. He... I don't know, obviously, if I, I, I can't tell you definitively Trey Lance is going to be awesome. And I can't even say I loved what I saw in college because he played at the FCS level and barely played his final year because of COVID stuff and barely played last year. But I trust Lynch and Shanahan. I think it's a well-run organization. I think that is almost an idiot-proof offense because of what Shanahan does. He is going to He has a better arm than Jimmy. He's a far better athlete than Jimmy. They got to go forward with it. And here's the other point. If the Niners were making a mistake, someone out there would be eager to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. No one wants to trade for him. They're going to end up cutting him. He's 25 million bucks on a non-guaranteed on an expiring deal. And nobody will trade for him. It, Drew Locke's a starting quarterback. Marcus Mariota's a starting quarterback. Mitch Trubisky's a starting quarterback. And, and, and here's another name. Tua Tagovailoa's a starting quarterback. The reason it's truly damning that no one traded for Jimmy Garoppolo is because of the Tua thing in Miami. Why? Well, first of all, we know 
they were willing to move on from Tua to try to get Tom Brady. You can say, oh, well, that's Tom Brady. Fair. But here's the other thing we know. Who's the head coach in Miami? Mike McDaniel. Where did Mike McDaniel come from? San Francisco, where he was the offensive coordinator. So the guy who has the most hands-on experience with Jimmy Garoppolo is on a team that's ready to win right now, except for their quarterback, and they're not trading for him. So I, yeah, I am, I, I think the Niners, to me, Right decision. It Not only is it the right decision, I think the Niners are right there with the Rams as the favorites in the NFC. Okay. I, think we, I think we are. It is entirely in play that the NFC Championship game this year is the same one as last year. Rams-Niners. I have no reason to believe the Rams are going to take a significant step back. I think I have no reason to believe the Niners are going to take a significant step back. I think they'll be better. And you look at the rest of the NFC, Packers lost Devontae Adams, and I just I can't believe in Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs after what we've seen the last couple of years. Oof. The Bucs, I, and I know we're going to get to Julio Jones later. I don't think that's a huge addition. They're a little spoiler for later in the show. I, I, and I think Brady told you he doesn't think the Bucs are Super Bowl contender by the fact that he tried to leave the team and he fake retired to try to get to a different team. Who else are we supposed to believe in? The Cowboys, who Jerry Jones doesn't even believe in, says he just wants them to be a viable playoff team. They, I, I don't know who else I'm supposed to believe in. So, yeah, I like the Niners and I like the Rams, even though they're in the same division, and that is a brutal division. All right, what's next? Uh, now that Kyler is signed, it's all Lamar Jackson's contract. Yep. But an, an anonymous coordinator said that he doesn't see Jackson as quarterback one, or mm -hmm. QB one, should I say. Yep. Said if Lamar has to pass the ball to win the game, that they're not winning the game. Yep. Now, unfortunately, this comment was anonymous. Anonymous, uh, an go ahead. An anonymous. Anonymous, anonymous, don't worry. Yeah. Go ahead. With all the noise around Lamar Jackson in the offseason, is it time for him to prove the haters wrong? Nation? Okay, well, here's the thing. The Lamar Jackson stuff, the, the, some of these anonymous quotes are just nakedly racist. And, and this, this, the, they just are. And it wasn't just about Lamar. I don't know if it was the same anonymous uh, front office or scout or whomever that gave all these quotes, but like they called Mahomes a street baller, one read quarterback. They said they, they one of the quotes was, I don't give a if Lamar wins 12 straight MVPs. He's, you know, he's not going to be able to perform in the postseason. It's, it's just the old trope of, Athletic, but dumb black quarterback, okay? So, and that is why it is so hard to have an honest Lamar Jackson conversation. And I've said this before, but I will say it again. There are, and I am not a both sides guy. I do not, I, I, I think both sidesism is a scourge on the country, for the record. I, I think in, in real important things that matter, the idea that we must talk about the two competing sides as if they have an equal monopoly on truth or damage to the country or any of that stuff is, is awful. And it's a terrible job by journalism in general that they have not risen to the occasion to recognize that right now we're in a very precarious spot. The idea of, well, one side, you know, kind of wants dictatorial rule and the other side, you know, has, has an issue with pronouns. And so they're both a little wacky. It's maddening. However, there's my political commentary for the day. Now let's get to the football. The both sides thing on Lamar. I will both sides the Lamar commentary a bit, which is here's what has happened with Lamar. Because his initial, the initial criticism of him was so ridiculous. He should play a different position. He, he's not a quarterback in this league. And then 
midway through his rookie season, they put him in the lineup and a team that was dead in the water gets to the playoffs. And then his next year, he wins the league MVP. What And some of those people didn't soften. What then happened on the other side was Lamar defenders, because they are so disgusted by some of the commentary on the other side, act as if there aren't some clear holes in his game. And it is true. He needs to improve his passing accuracy. That is true. Now, despite the fact that he is not, to me, a super accurate passer or an incredibly reliable passer, he is still, without question, one of the 10 best quarterbacks in football. If Lamar were the sixth most accurate quarterback in the league, he would be the best quarterback in the league because he is such a dynamic, historically great runner at the position. The only guy that comes close to the athlete at the position is Vic, and he is bigger and stronger than Vic and almost as fast. So because, so the point that I'm making is this. I and the contract stuff is weird. I don't understand why he hasn't signed a new deal. Uh, because of his style of play, I would if I were advising. Lamar Jackson not have an agent. Yeah, his mom's is is his mom's his agent. I don't think that's helping him in this regard. I would want to get the guaranteed money because he puts himself at risk so often. But the idea that some people, I think, still believe that, well. You'd be better off with Matt Ryan or Ryan Tannehill because they're traditional pocket passers. It's just nonsense. But it is also nonsense to act like of the top flight quarterbacks in the league, he isn't the one with the biggest hole in the thing that matters the most in the playoffs, which is precision passing. And I think there is a reason that he has struggled somewhere in the playoffs. Now, a lot of great quarterbacks have struggled in the playoffs early in their career. And a lot of quarterbacks people like more than Lamar, like Justin Herbert, haven't even been in the playoffs yet in their career. The Lamar commentary, though, is so polluted by what I would consider the extremist opinions on it. When I think if we're being fair, the fair Lamar Jackson commentary, and I think the honest Lamar Jackson commentary is this. The guy's without a doubt a top 10 quarterback in the league. He's without a doubt a winning player. He, without a doubt, has needs to improve his passing accuracy, particularly on intermediate stuff and sideline stuff, in order for the Ravens to be a Super Bowl favorite. And here's the other honest part. Smart football people know that, but almost talk about Lamar in a protective way because there's so much racially charged bullshit surrounding him that they almost need to deflect from it. And so that's what I think is the honest Lamar Jackson commentary. And by the way, I think the Ravens are positioned to be the third best team in the AFC this year. I think the Chiefs and the Bills are clear top two. I don't think the Bengals are making the Super Bowl again. And the the Ravens were eight and three last year and were the one seed before dealing with all those injuries before their entire secondary went down and Lamar got hurt. So I think the Ravens could be very good. All right, next. Yeah, the Patriots seem to have a lot going on right now. Bill Belichick said Mac Jones made has taken the leap going into year two yeah. after being mute of praise towards Tom Brady. Yeah. And the team still seems to not have an offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator in place. Yeah. Has Bill Belichick gone off his rocker? Okay. Well, listen, the Mac Jones praise is interesting because it seems like he's compensating a bit. 
And here's a fun fact about the Patriots. The New England Patriots, by a mile, have the most expensive group of pass catchers in football. The league average cap dollars spent this year on wide receiver and tight end, the position groups, is $35 million. The Patriots are at $70 million. They're at double the league average. Only one other team is above 50, and that's the Jags, who are very poorly run, and they're trying to help Trevor Lawrence, so they overpaid for some guys. The Patriots have the most expensive tight end group in the league and the third most expensive wide receiver group in the league, and they don't have a top 10 guy at either position, and they don't have a top 30 guy at receiver. So they've spent a lot of money, and I don't know if it's been well spent. That's first thing. Mac, I'm not a Mac Jones believer. We talk about that a ton on the TV show. I don't want to talk about it here, at least not right now, on the Belichick part. So Belichick is a bit of a victim of his own success in this regard. His staff always gets picked over. So eventually, the brain drain, as Kevin Clark put it, catches up to you. If you your defensive coordinator keeps getting head coaching jobs, so Matt Patricia was his D coordinator, gets a head coaching job. Then Brian Flores, who was underneath him, is his defensive coordinator. Then he gets a head coaching job. Then Joe Judge, who's a special teams coordinator, he gets a head coaching job. Then yeah. Josh McDaniels, who's offensive coordinator for a long time, he gets a head coaching job. All of a sudden, your staff gets picked away. Now Patricia and Judge are back after failing as head coaches, but they were defensive side of the ball guys, and now they're helping with the offense. That doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. It's the one of the reasons that Belichick, I think, has his sons on the staff. Because he knows they're not going anywhere. Right. Like, you, you want to have the institutional knowledge. Where Belichick has clearly, I believe, lost it to a degree is his, his draft, because he's the head coach and the GM, his drafts over the last few years have been egregious. And that's not just, that's not reacting to this year's draft where it looked like he really reached on Cole Strange. But it's the, I think the only, pre-Mac Jones, he had drafted one pro bowler since 2014, and it was the punter. Like, they have had a lot of draft picks and a lot of misses. That's what's hurt them. I think the Patriots take a step back this year. I do not like them this season. I also do not like what is happening. The left side of my hair yeah, for the last two days it's been a real it's thing. bothering the hell out of me. I don't even know if the viewers can see what's bothering me, but I'm in this weird spot with my hair where I am going for... The ponytail? No, well, kind of well, the, the ponytail length. But I'm going for the look Aaron Rodgers had. Oh, wow. The, the Nick Cage Con Air look. Yeah. That's the look I'm going for. But every time I get to this stage, because the sides bother me so much because they come out over my ears, I end up cutting it and then starting starting over a bit. But I'm, I, I'm going to brave my way through it because I am going to. headband. I do need a headband. Need a headband. I need <laughs> something because this is bothering the hell out of me. All right, what's last? Let's talk some NBA. Shams report. Is it Shams or Shams? I want to say Shams. Are we talking some NBA here? Okay, I'll trust you. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought we were talking Kyler here. We're talking Kyler in the next segment. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's Got Shams. It? Yep. Shams reported that Kyrie wants to play in uh, Brooklyn without, with or without Katie. Mm -hmm. Is Kyrie actually the good guy? All right. I want to be careful here. Don't put this on social, guys. This is, again, <laughs> a podcast special. Okay. I like Shams. Shams obviously has good information and good sources. Shams is also a fellow clutch client like myself. Shams also, I feel, at times, you know, I don't want to say carries water, but there are people that maybe 
you know, provides Shams with information and maybe occasionally he does them a service back by putting stuff out there. So I'm not saying it's not reliable, but here's what I'm saying. The idea that Kyrie Irving actually wants to stay in Brooklyn <laughs> with or without Kevin Durant, I do not believe to be true. I, and I'd like to say that without saying I'm doubting Shams' reporting, but I guess I am doubting Shams' reporting. I think that they Kyrie trying to recraft the you know Shams also reported when Kyrie was taking a bludgeoning for the vaccine stuff that Kyrie Irving was not anti-vax he simply wanted to be a voice for the voiceless which was an interesting thing because <laughs> Kyrie wouldn't talk about the vaccine stuff but he was being a voice for the voiceless and Kyrie was actually doing this because of the New York City <laughs> municipal workers that lost their job so there have been a few. Shams has been pretty reliable on getting the most positive spin on a Kyrie Irving story out. <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't think Kyrie's actually the good guy, and I don't necessarily buy this. And I, and I, you know, I hope I didn't just make my life harder by saying all that. I probably did. We'll be right back. Are you ready to take control of your health and conquer your weight loss goals? Look no further than Factor, your ultimate solution to better eating. Each Factor meal is always fresh, chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. No more waiting around or spending hours in the kitchen. Just heat and eat. It's that simple. Over 35 different options to choose from each week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor ensures you'll never get bored. With more than 60 add-ons to help you stay full and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. With Factor, there's no prepping, no cooking, and certainly no cleanup needed. The best part? You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Sign up and save because we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Eat better, feel better, and conquer your day with Factor. So what are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash nickwright50 and use code nickwright50 to get 50% off. That's code nickwright50 at factormeals.com slash nickwright50 to get 50% off. Fuel up. Eat better and achieve greatness. Get started today. So, how many Twitter followers did I get you yesterday? Um, you added like I think 100 it, followers. Yeah, no, I was just about to say about 100. Oh, you're almost to 5,000. Yeah, I could probably get there in a couple weeks. Couple weeks. Hmm. All right, we could do something interesting. Here. So, I am just like during the show, I passed 495,000. Because I'm at 495,006 okay. followers. Okay. So I am 5,000 short of 500,000. Okay. Do you think you will get to 5,000 before I get to 500,000? 100%. I'd have to use 100%. My, uh, my marketing degree, but yeah. 100%. Do you want to make it interesting? Yeah. How interesting? Do you want to make it really interesting? Yeah, let's make it interesting. Are you, are you talking about, are we putting something on the line here? Yeah. Okay. Like? What is the most money you're willing to risk? If you will, whatever you risk 
I will risk tenfold. Think about Ten, this. You said tenfold? Tenfold. So if you tenfold. were to say you're going to risk $1, I'll That's risk ten. $10. If you were to say you're going to risk $100, I'll risk $1,000. So the race, the race would, this would be the bet. And I will let you pick the stakes. This is another instance where you got to be careful here. Yeah. And we're on camera. And this bet will be paid on camera. Okay. Right. Okay. Will Demonze get to 5,000 followers before I get to 500,000 followers? Yeah. I will give you 10 to 1 odds. When were you at 400? When, when would you say you had 490,000 followers? I, I couldn't tell you. Weeks ago. Weeks, Weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, my followers don't don't increase that quickly because most people I know mean, about me. Five thousand and weeks ago. I okay, mean, well, I guess I've it's all con- that's true. That's, <laughs> so here's the. By the way, Gabe is Gabe is is offering you advice. He says don't do it. He says that I'm the key to you getting followers, and that I could turn off that golden faucet. Yeah, I have. I have noticed that I get a lot of followers when you engage with my stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think I've got I think I've got something for that in my back pocket. You, oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then ha- so say the amount and then we'll get to the show. This is taking Okay, a- so I'm not going to go low like I did last time. I'll go with uh But what what you say is how much you're risking. Yeah, I know. It's it's I'm I'm risking, but I get 10 more than you t- get 10, 10 times X more than that. that. Yes. Yeah. So I'll go with about 1000 thousand dollars is a thousand dollars yeah a thousand yeah you're gonna risk one thousand dollars a thousand dollars for for ten thousand dollars yes easily for 1300 followers a thousand dollars is a percentage of your net worth oh you know what i just re- okay so is this a deal this is a deal so you're risking a thousand dollars a thousand and i'm risking ten thousand yeah and it will be paid on the show 100%. i thought you were gonna say like 200 bucks wow now here's the tricky part will Lori, our great what's right social media manager, well, she will she, if, if, for if good old she posts this video. I think I could lose within a day. Yeah, I think that people. I am a little worried that people might unfollow me if I yeah. get close. No, I feel like that was the thing with you before, like in the past. Yeah, like you got to a hundred thousand people so be, started. Yeah, that happened. You know what? And the fans just love me I so might, much. The fans love you. Yeah, I feel like I, I might have made a strategic of, error here. Yeah, I, I, I definitely I, I see the flaws here. Wow, you know what? You might have outfoxed me for Out the Fox? first time on the show. <laughs> you might have. I'm thinking about this more and more. Oh man, I hope your mom doesn't find out about this. I might call up Lori and say "ixnay" on the tweet. A <laughs> we'll see. All right, we'll see. Are we ready to actually do the show I'm now? I'm ready, man. I'm ready. All right, let's... $10,000. Oh, too. yeah. I mean, you, you have quintuple your net worth. Quintuple. All right, let's do it. Okay, what are we doing right now here? So let's talk about Kyler Murray's contract. Oh, yeah. It includes an independent study uh, independent study of addendum. Addendum, yep. Uh, in to the contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It mandates Murray not, not look at his phone or play video games while watching film. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do the Cardinals have against us Gen Zers being able to multitask? <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So let me listen. This is mortifying for all parties involved. It nothing says we have faith in our quarter of a billion dollar quarterback, like basically saying we want to put a nanny cam in your house. First of all, four hours of study a week is 
minimal for an NFL quarterback. <laughs> Second of all, the fact that they included in there, it doesn't studying doesn't count if you're playing <laughs> video games during it. It is a, the exact conversation I had with you in high school. In high school. <laughs> Like, literally, like, no, Demonze, you're not studying for your math test if you are literally playing Grand Theft Auto. Uh, it's like, no, I'm multitask. <laughs> like, it, it's, but for them to put this in writing, to me, it just screams unserious no, organization. Yeah. And Demonze, if, if they activate this clause, it voids his contract guarantees. So he has $100 million in guaranteed dollars. Now, so why is it in there? Well, because Kyler was honest with the New York Times and said he's not a big film study guy. He also said during the pandemic, he started playing way more video games than before. He's in one of those like Twitch clan, like yeah. sponsored groups. I get all that. It's but this up. is, this, to me, this is a, I, I already am a Kyler Murray skeptic. This is a massive red flag. And if you're the Cardinals, if you think you need this, uh, this clause, then you shouldn't have given him the contract. You add him under contract for two more years, and you could franchise tag him. This has disaster written all over it. All right, it's we're we're playing a new game. We Can you are explain how the game playing new a game new works? game. It is called likely, maybe, or what if. Yeah. But here's how it works. I'll read you a news story. You'll predict three outcomes: what's likely, what could happen, and a what if scenario. Okay. All right. I'm with that. I so, think. Go ahead. So our first scenario is Julio Jones signed with the Buccaneers on Tuesday. How do you think he'll perform this season? All right. It's likely that what's most likely is the trajectory continues. Julio went from 1,600 yards to 1,300 yards to 700 yards to 300 yards over the last four years. He went from eight touchdowns to six touchdowns to three touchdowns to one touchdown. So it is likely that Julio Jones is a high-impact player that's over, okay. that he has a few hundred yards. He's fifth on fourth or fifth on the Bucs in receiving, and that's it. But maybe Julio. But you said it's likely that he is a high impact player. No, that, no, oh, that he's not. No, no, no. That the trajectory continues and he doesn't have a big impact. Oh, okay. That's that he has said. a few hundred yards. It, okay. it, it's likely that Julio finishes this year with 410 yards receiving, a couple touchdowns. That's no. the likely outcome. But maybe he's rejuvenated by being with Tom Brady, by not being in that Titans. I, I understand it was very effective. But it's Ryan Tannehill. It's a Derrick Henry-centric offense, and he was banged up. And so there's that. And the what-if scenario is, what if who I am a skeptic on the Bucs as Super Bowl contenders this year. If Julio somehow has one more great year in him, then they could be dynamic. And now I think that is the least likely. I think Julio is more likely to play in fewer than five games than he is to have more than 1,400 receiving yards. But okay. if he has a monster year, it changes the math for the Bucs because we know how good Mike Evans is, and Brady was really good last year. All right, what's our next one? All right, next one is Russell Westbrook was in more trade rumors uh, with the Jazz, Pacers, and Knicks all reportedly in the mix. What are some ways you could see this playing out? All right, it is likely, I still believe, that Russell Westbrook is traded and the Lakers end up with Kyrie Irving. That, I think, is the most likely scenario. I think they will include the draft picks. I think Kevin Durant is going to get moved. And when that happens, the Nets are going to have to move on from Kyrie. And the Lakers are the only one that will give them one, one draft pick, much less two draft picks. But maybe Russell Westbrook is that they 
Kyrie is not available, and they end up trading him to the Pacers for Heald and Miles Turner, and they have to include a draft pick. And the what if is what if the Lakers actually do run it back? Right. <laughs> and that, to me, is the... It just would be so depressing that in year 20, when LeBron is coming off one of his best offensive years ever, when he's, this when he's going to break Kareem's scoring record this season, if it's done for a mediocre Lakers team that'll win, you know, 45-ish games waste. and have no chance to win a title, that that is on the board, and it's a super depressing possibility. All right, what's next? Okay. Alex Antetokounmpo was signed to the Bucks G League affiliate, raising their total to three out of four Antetokounmpo's. Why do the Bucks keep signing the Giannis family members? Why do the Bucks keep signing Giannis's family members? Probably, hey. Well, go ahead. I mean, because look at Giannis. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, it's like maybe somebody else will turn into another. Oh Gian- no, that's not why. No. Oh, I- oh, it's because like Giannis, stay with us. Don't leave. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> out of respect to what he does. Why does I don't know. Why did you okay, and your mom yeah, exactly. both work for Fox? I, I, knew it was I mean, coming. what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> first things first, What's Right Show employs three members of my family. <laughs> thing, I think Giannis deserves at least the respect I get. I mean, what are we talking about? Why do they keep hiring on the Goompos? Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You got the best player in the league, and he likes hanging out with them. Like happy wife, happy life. Yeah, exactly. Happy Giannis, great franchise. Right. <laughs> the Lakers gave the Nas... Or, Costas Costas a job years ago just in hopes if Giannis was a free agent he'd go there. Yeah. So yeah, why not? I didn't even know there was a fourth. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even I know. It was three. I, I just thought, thought there were like three. three. But so yeah, I mean this is how things work. The Knicks gave J.R. Smith's brother Chris a job years ago. <laughs> okay. This is J.R. Smith. This is Giannis. So I don't know if the if J.R. Smith the, had an elite career, man. So it's yeah, I love J.R. I absolutely love him, but yeah. he wasn't good enough to where you should sign his family members. <laughs> so on this, for Giannis, it's likely this is just because out of respect for Giannis. Right. But maybe they're like, hey, Giannis was, you know, a raw prospect. Maybe one of these guys can turn into something. But what if the best but what if is what if at some start point a, start a they get whole, all four of them? Right. They get all four of them, and at one point they roll out a four on a Kumpo lineup. That would be pretty. I, I would love like that. that idea. Even if like, even if the one is kind of bad, and you just play. Who it, cares? You know, because, yeah. I guess a good question is this: Would four with Giannis, his three brothers, and a replacement level fifth player, just a league average fifth player, could that team make the playoffs? Like, would Giannis and his brothers plus just? I wish he had a fifth. In company, person. yeah. Could they, I, my answer is yes. Yeah, I think no, Giannis, I, he couldn't win a title, obviously. He couldn't win a playoff round. But just Giannis, plus the joy of playing with his brothers, I think could win 40 games. Yeah, I think they could at least make the, the play-in. All right, what's next? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers showed up to camp dressed like Nick Nick Cage and Con Air. Yeah. He never does anything unintentionally. What do you think he's trying to say here? I don't You know what? I'm... I, 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 <laughs> I, I don't even want to do it with the, the I don't want I, I don't want to answer this question. I, this, I'm 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 over the really stuff. yeah, and it kind of irritates me that I am going for the 
He's uh, not going to feed in. He's not going to feed into the Aaron Rodgers face. No. And and now, but now he's beaten me to it. And now people are going to be like, you're trying to look like Aaron Rodgers when I'm not. I am trying to look like, like the hair of Nick Cage and Conair. So I don't, I'm not doing it. I you know, move on. I'm not doing it, especially because we're going to need extra time for this last one. All right. Well, Last one is the Pentagon announced they are creating an office to investigate UFOs. What are they what are they going to find out? All right, I'll I'll play the game and then Matt Ford, our reliable producer, and I need to discuss this. It's likely they find out aliens are real and they don't tell us, but maybe they find out aliens are real and they do tell us. And what if this is the that aliens have been monitoring to see if we're ever going to take them real seriously? We now finally are, and there are repercussions. So here's the, Matt, if, if I can talk to you, because Matt and I care about this story in a way most people don't. Matt and I have a few things in common, a number of things in common, but one of them is we both love tennis and love gambling on it, and we are both very, very interested in this story. Am I able to talk to Matt? I think yep. I am. We'll see. I'll tell you if I hear you in my ear. And then There we go. There's Matt. What's okay, up? Matt. I need to have a real conversation with you about this, my friend, because here is my concern. My concern is not that the, the, we, the Pentagon has opened a UFO office. My concern is that nobody seems to give a shit. What do we, are you as concerned as me that this did not resonate, that this did not get as much run on Twitter as a hundred different news stories that same day? And is it not a bad sign for our future if everyone is so distracted and checked out on things that the goddamn Pentagon saying we're opening a UFO <laughs> office wasn't an everyone stop and, and let's reevaluate moment? I'm with you, Nick. This is, the, I think the Kyrie Irving drama of the offseason pales in comparison to the idea that aliens are on our planet. We need to drop everything. This is the only story that matters in the course of human history. It's the only story that matters. Right. That's the thing. And that's what's frustrating to me. It makes me believe that if aliens were proven to be, if they were like, hey, we have proven aliens exist. We have proven. In fact, I'll take a step further. We have proven they once visited Earth. I worry that that would be like a three-day story and then we'd move on. It's insane to me. I, 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 are you an aliens guy, Demonte? Like, am I a believer? Like, do you believe I... aliens? Do you believe there are other sentient beings in the universe? Yeah. I okay. Do. do you believe that they have visited Earth? I'm not going to judge you for any answer. No, I do think that they've like maybe been in the in the sky before. In the, so maybe in the, like in our atmosphere, killing. but not necessarily on the Yeah. Earth. So I am one million percent convinced that there are what we would consider aliens, other intelligent life forms in the universe. I think it is an untenable position when you look at the scope of the universe to think that that, we're that the doesn't only... exist. I think it's an absurd position. Well, let me let me walk it back a bit. If you're a deeply religious person and you believe we were, you know, we we're God's creation, I understand that it's not, then it's not a ridiculous belief. I, everyone, I respect your faith. If you're like me and not a deeply religious person, just from a logical perspective, I think it is absurd not to believe uh, that there are other, either human-like or whatever you want to call them, just aliens out there. Do I believe they visited Earth? 
I think it's on the board. Do I think, am I a little questionable when we have all these Air Force pilots and commercial pilots who are like, I saw this thing in the sky. It was unlike any plane. It did this, that, and the third. And then every time the answer has been, oh, no, you didn't see what you saw. No, that's a that's the new B-2 bomber. You just didn't right. know about it. Eh, I don't know if I buy all that. <laughs> and I would. I, I, I'm going to say my second political thing of the day. I don't know if the audience knows this, but they probably have guessed it. Not a big Trump guy. Not a huge fan of the Dom. Fair. Uh, I think he's probably, you know, was not a great president. In fact, maybe one could argue, you know, with with respect to Taft and, uh, you know, a few others, maybe the worst president. Yeah. Uh, Nick's a big Taft guy. I am as... Yeah, who, oh, I don't listen. Hey, hey, listen, he was a he was a good good man, I suppose. Big man. We've had some bad ones. Not a big Woodrow Wilson guy. Guy was, you know, kind of a Klansman. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. Look it up, kids. Look it up. Uh, am I gonna get sued by his heirs? I don't know. Uh, there's not a. It doesn't matter. Not a big Andrew Jackson guy. There's a lot of bad ones. Okay, we've had some good ones. Have some bad ones. Not a big fan of Donald Trump. Okay. I did think, though, that one of the few good things that were going to come out of the era was I thought he was going to declassify all the alien shit. I thought he'd just be like, hey, because he was always about yeah. distracting us. And, you know, don't pay attention to the fact that I opened up a hotel that I own literally across the street from the White House and every foreign dignitary stays there and pays me. Don't pay attention to that. Instead, here's the aliens. And he never did it. Now, maybe he's saving that for inevitable term two or what seems to be inevitable term three and four and five or whenever his kid takes over because we're all screwed anyway. But I would like for somebody you know, to, to, to give us the real real on aliens. We can handle it. And so that's what I'm hoping. It definitely does seem right up Donald Trump's alley to do something like that. Well, I would have thought so, too. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Really? At two, Lori. What's Right Show tweeted? Whispers. Follow Demonze Bird on Twitter. We'll find out why in tomorrow's What's Right with Nick Wright. Trust us. Dude, I just got a follow back from Fox or a follow from Fox Sports. Okay, well, that's yeah, not first of all, if, if it, guys, that, I, you shouldn't be happy about that, Demonze. Why? We are Fox Sports. I know. And they're just now following you, buddy. This podcast existed for six months. We'll be right back. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of that. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform it's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. 
With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com right to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot right. Your mental health journey begins here. All right, welcome back in. What's right, Nick Wright? But by the way, a reminder, number two on our countdown of the 50 greatest players of the last 50 years comes out on Sunday. It's one of our very best episodes yet. And the Jordan episode has nearly 100,000 views on YouTube. I'd love if it got to 100,000. So check that out if you haven't yet checked it out. He was number three on our list. All right, Demonza, you know that Kyler contract that we were talking about, how there's all this guaranteed money, nope. but it has the clause of you had to do four hours of studying a week. Yeah, it's got to be, you can't be second screening video games or TV. Uh, we drew one up for you. So, a Demonze Bird contract addendum. Demonze agrees, satisfy the following podcast requirements. Demonze is permitted three mispronunciations per show taping. Should Demonze exceed three mispronunciations, you'll be susceptible to a fine and or mandatory babysitting of your little sister. That's on there. Today, by the way. You did great. You only had one. And oddly enough, it was anonymous was the yeah, one. Not even anonymous. on the poopo. You got that right. Uh, number two, if the Wi-Fi goes out more than twice per episode, Demonzo will be forced to call the internet company and sit on hold instead of me. So this was, and you might say, why would that be on Demonzo? Because Demonzo is supposed to hardwire his computer, but occasionally forgets. And then the Wi-Fi. Occasionally. No, I've never. Just, never? It's an occasional thing if it's happened more than once. It's never happened more than once. It's never happened more than once. There's never been a time. So today was okay. I'm I'm not standing for it. I I always have the internet plugged in there, except for today. Except for the times where I'm charging it, and I know that I'm charging it. I unplug it. When did you guys make this? Uh, I mean, I we can't tell you that. We uh, and number three is that Demonte acknowledges dinosaurs did in fact exist. We don't have to go back down that route. Uh, (laughs) So I'm just letting you know this is. uh, I mean, I would say you have to agree to this, but this is just enforcement. How it's gonna be? It's just how it's gonna be, buddy. Word. So it just just letting you know it's an addendum to the contract. It's not because we don't believe in you. And by the way, today was the last show that Demonze was staying in the apartment about thirty minutes north of here. Yep. And you, you exceed. You know what? You did great. Every single every show, show he was he was here exactly when he said he was going to be here. He handled. It. He did a great job. Okay. Speaking of people exploiting their children for their own gain as some would argue I'm doing with this show. I want to talk about the newest trend on TikTok and everywhere. It's the this put on your shoes bullshit, <laughs> which is, can we play a couple examples for the audience? The idea, before we play it, the idea is you tell your kids, put on their shoes because you're about to fight somebody and they might have to fight that person's kid. Yeah, it also could be kind of traumatic. Well, well, let's just let's play the videos and then I'm going to rant about why I hate them. Go ahead. I need you to put your shoes on. I need you to put your shoes on. I'm going to go beat up this girl. And if her daughter jumping, I need you to handle her daughter. Let's go. Put your shoes on. Say less. This girl's get, doing her hair and getting ready to actually go do it. Put your shoes on now. Why? Because I'm going to go fight this girl. And if her son comes out, I need you to fight him. Okay. Okay. So those two examples, I would say, are not awful. I think that they're kind of funny. 
if you go far enough down this rabbit hole of this, there's one kid that starts to cry. Yeah. And says, I can't do it. And we were going to play that because it's more in- indicative of my point, but I don't want to play it because I don't want to further traumatize this kid. And this, this theme of people, parents getting so toxic internet brained that they look at their children as vehicles for social media clout. I hate it. Listen, you want to post funny videos of your kids on your Facebook feed or Twitter feed. I get, I, we've all done it. I understand that. As long as it's not a video of your child experiencing trauma, as long as it's not a video, like you, the, the, I, I'm all for the wholesome, heartwarming family videos or cute kids being cute kids. And listen, I had Deanna, who's eight years old, host the show. No. But what I wouldn't do is if, Deanna and her best friend got in a big fight and Deanna was just beside herself because she can be quite dramatic. Right. And between us, it is a little funny at times <laughs> yeah. when Deanna thinks like her life is over right. because she and <laughs> got into an argument. Bleep out the other kid's name. for Yeah. Um, I would never put that on the Internet. Yeah. And, and I don't know why people have decided that this is OK. It all. And my buddy Laszlo pointed this out and I want to credit him. It all started, I shouldn't say it all started, but a good, you know, the canary in the coal mine, if you will, was, do you remember the kid who had just come back from the dentist and was in the backseat of the car, high out of his mind on laughing gas or anesthesia, and his dad's recording him, and, and the kid's like, where am I? What's happening? The kid is tripping balls and is really scared. <laughs> and the dad's like, let me put this on IG. What is wrong with people? Like what is what is wrong with you? All right. What? There's a yeah. Now it, it's it's really bad. Thing sometimes some people just aren't thinking. You know, some situations are what they are. Uh, but there's a video on there much later that's really funny to me. The kid's reaction is like super funny. You is, guys, is it watch the whole video? Is it the kid that's upset? No, it's not the kid. You know, the baby. It's not no, crying Beyonce, or anything. The don't kids. tell people to watch this. You're encouraging the behavior. Oh, yeah. You're undercutting my entire point, which is it's really bad. You shouldn't do it. Thank you, Demaze. I there there needs to be people need to recognize your kids exist for many reasons, none of which are to up your engagement yeah. and to up your your following. I find now. There was like a new, there was a twist on it, which was the Italian guy that asked his Italian mother to come fight the other person's mom. And she was totally about it. I am, you can call me a hypocrite on this. I don't care. I'm all for the videos of exploiting old people. Like, <laughs> like the, the videos of like where you trick the dad into thinking the TV's broken and he freaks out right. and starts screaming and yelling. I actually like those videos. Yeah, those are good. To a degree. Uh, but the children, America, please do better on this. We'll talk to you next week.